honey, dieci. Nice. Yeah, yes. I like that word. That word and then bocce. Those are um, cute. I'm telling you, like, just keep going. Learn no more than that. Honey. You look worldly. You look like you know everything. Of of the de la world. Mm-hmm. And on that, let's jump in. Let's go. Sprinkle random words throughout your vocabulary. Learn no more and people will believe like, oh my God, who is he? Where has he been? He's very worldly. We need to hire him. I need to date him. I need him to handle this. I need to give him money. Are you, you're saying you're a single gal. We talked about this last week because Jayla's yeah. getting married. Brittany's getting yeah. all these, all these multi. And I, I am not. Multi have never Same. Same. When I'm was not. your last when was your last relationship high? Honey. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that answer? Is that is that a sufficient answer? Yeah, I get it. I get it. She 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 um what do we want to say? How do we answer this question? Okay. So I really am, I don't want to say I'm pee because that sounds ridiculous, but at the same time. I think, I don't think it sounds I ridiculous at all. Quickly. I, I hear people say that all the time and it's like, maybe I'm just judgmental. Maybe I'm just revealing my own shit, but I hate Standards. people say that. It's like, no, you're horrible. You're not picky, sis. You're terrible. And there is a difference, but I, I tend to weed people out very early. I don't like bullshit. And so if I feel like this is bullshit, I'll be like, okay, I don't want to do that. And so that's what know, usually happens for me. For whatever reason, people are serving up a whole lot of bullshit lately. They really are. And I don't know oh. if it's like, I don't know what it is. I would love to say it's one thing or the other, but I don't like my time wasted. And it's like, I literally will terminate things in the initial talking phase. Like, mm, don't like that shit. Nope, that was weird. Yeah, that no was things. weird. That was weird, yeah, sir. I don't. I I've been single for like single, single, as in not in a relationship. I don't even know how many years it's been. Mm-hmm. Probably twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's twenty twenty three. That's yeah. the year. It's twenty twenty three. And here's the th- and now now in that time there have been you know we have dated for a couple of weeks here. Mm-hmm. We've done a couple of months there. Right. Not in a formal relationship. Now, with my first relationship, I like, I was like, let's get it in. Right. Because my first relationship happened, I was like 23 or 24, well, 25. I don't know how old I was. Uh Well, I'm 30, 30. Oh, shit. Am I 33? (laughs) I don't even know how old I am. Like, when I like, if I go to the liquor store or something and the guy's always like, you know, how old are you? You know, because they don't really ID, they'll just be like, how old are you? And I literally had to stop. I like, he'll be like, how old are you? And I'm like, ooh. Uh, oh, no. What year is this? I'm at least 30. <laughs> I'm good. Just trust me. We're on the honor system anyway. Like, Can I just, just show it here, to you? Look at the ID. The at this point, like, you do the math. Like, I can't. I'm, I'm tired. I just want couldn't tell you my Moscato and I want to go lay down. Couldn't tell you how old I am? Definitely don't want to think about it. Why are you doing this? This is this is very uh, hostile and violent. Did you pay your taxes, sir? Did you How pay your taxes, that? business owner? How about that? Um, is this place up to code? I don't. It doesn't look like it. Doesn't smell like it, sir. A lot of stuff in these aisles. 
Can I just go ahead and get my plastic bottle of vodka and leave? Can I just please? Can just... I just take my pop off and pop off? Yes, please. Yeah. So I've been single. Now I've been single and currently not seeing anybody. We are on the apps. It's trash. It's terrible. But I'm also one of those trash people. Like Ooh. people are, you know, I hate getting ghosted. I hate getting ghosted. I, I do ghost. too. I, I ghost what? though. Okay. And, okay. And people ghost me. And you know what? No. I don't get mad about it. I don't get mad about it. See, okay. It, like, okay. 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 The whole subject of ghosting to me, right? It's like, is there a reason? Like, well, I will do it if I feel like this dude is nuts. I don't want to continue speaking to him because it encourages him and makes him feel like I'm okay with him being nuts. And I am mm-hmm. not okay with him being nuts. So let me just go ahead and just scoot off into the sunset and hope he never contacts me again. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we're good. So I feel like that's appropriate. But I, I see it's so weird too, because I've done this in people and I feel like it might be like lightweight aggressive. It's like, here's why I'm not talking to you anymore. That's right. It's like, here's it's, why I don't ever want to speak to you. It, it's if, just, I don't know. If we've gone on multiple dates, right? If we've gone on multiple dates and we've had conversations and I like have gotten to know you, even if it's a month, right Mm -hmm. and it can be longer but even if it's like a month and we've been in pretty heavy contact and we've gone on a couple of dates then I'm not going to ghost you that's when I'm going to take the time and I'm going to be like hey it has been really nice I do need to step away for for my own because I don't like you but I'm not but I need to go my own way now but if it's if we've gone for drinks once Mm-hmm. now that to say if someone comes up like if someone's texting me consistently like you know I, but if, if it's just one of those things where we both just don't tap the phone again I'm right. not gonna tap the phone you right know I mean? like I yeah. like I'm I'm all for putting someone out of the misery I like to be put out of my misery I, do I don't too. want anyone I don't want anyone to go into misery if we don't have to I'm not gonna and I respect that with everybody right that's real I don't. That's, I, that's I, also on brand with one of our one of our segments today. Quiet quitting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna quiet quit this whole relationship if that's okay with you. And I support other people also quiet quitting me. In other news, let's go. Let's see what we got today in other news. Oregon is the top quiet quitting state according to twitter data i have I don't, yeah i don't need to go there we don't it's it's fine you guys can it's fine the term quiet quitting has been trending all over the internet this summer and according to twitter data oregon is talking about it more than any other state despite the name quiet quitting is not about quitting at all it's a conscious choice made by an employee of a company to only work their scheduled hours and only within those hours the quiet quitter never goes above and beyond their defined duties stays late or comes in early according to wikipedia the main goal of quiet quitting also known as acting your wage which is perfect is to avoid burnout and pay more attention to one's mental health and personal well-being i love it i see no problem i think it's fine this Um, has been my philosophy i remember when i was really young and um, I don't know why we used to talk about this, but it, we always used to talk of like when I was like being raised, right? Mm-hmm. And it was always like, you know, whatever whatever you do, give 100%. Whatever you do, right. 100%. Absolutely. You know, even if they're paying you a dollar, 100%. And I remember sitting there and being like, you know, because I mean, I definitely do not come from money. And so I have always been like, my rate 
starts mm-hmm. at the minimum. Well, my rate used to start at the minimum wage. Now it doesn't. My rate now starts at probably like what twenty dollars an hour, and that's mm-hmm. just from being in the room. Mm-hmm. That's all that it is. Mm-hmm. I can sit if you want me to stand. There's a premium. Oof. If I have to physically move, that's a little bit it's more. All another situation. Like you get what you pay for. I, I'm getting what I pay for. Why would I give you more than that? Then you're getting what you're paying for. Period. I don't see the problem with this. Um, I don't either. And I like of- calling it acting your wage. Act your wage. I, we should I all act that. our wage. We yeah. really should because uh, well, I remember mm-hmm. one day I used to manage a boutique in LA, and boutique. I, a boutique honey it wasn't a store it was a boutique it was boutique so it was fancy and um i got um commission and i was like oh hell yeah right so i would get it was a lovely commission it was beautiful. <laughs> like i let me explain like i was it was living. a boutique commission it was a boutique commission and it was not a store commission well. no yeah. your, your girl did well so i remember like wow you know how how is like I felt so lucky and it was such a was such a cool situation and I'm like how is this possible and I sat down and did the math like in order for me to get this much how much are they making off of me <laughs> and that was a pretty humbling moment when you realize the type of money that you're generating for you know these employers it's like why would I do what more do you want I am here. I am doing the job. I'm on time. I do the job until it's time to go home. And honey, then I go home. You don't get more than that. You will have to pay for add-on services. If you Mm -hmm. want space in my mind, honey. And they're available to you. They're available to you. We're Mm -hmm. not going to give these things away. And I think it's just, it's always been wild to me where you have jobs where, especially like, um, like customer service jobs and stuff like girl listen mm-hmm. i didn't curse anybody out today i didn't slap anybody no i'm not coming in on my day off no i'm not covering for so-and-so honey that's that sounds like a you problem it's always the manager the manager is famously the only one who has any benefits babe you gonna welcome to earning that benefit you're the one with the health care you stay mm-hmm. please i don't have please. it you say oh. i hate that it's called quiet quitting it's just such a stupid thing to call it it is quiet quitting it's not catchy it's not it's not even alliteration you need three you need three for alliteration yeah so it'd be like you oh know quickly God. quiet quitting or oh, or quit quiet quit quipping quitting i don't know Got yeah it. but you need th- i believe it's three. Oh, okay i believe it's three uh rule of three yeah folks if you uh you should you should act your wage act your wage guys don't let them take act your wage i heard there's now i heard there's quiet firing that's weird it's, like i don't even know what that means i have been well i've never been quiet fired i have been quiet laid off uh and it was <laughs> don't tell anyone it was literally like i at the time had two jobs and one of the jobs was like a full, it was my first full time, honey. Uh, we didn't have benefits there yet. Eventually we got them, but cause I did go back cause I went back for more. But so I was working so much at this full, this brand new full-time job, real kid, but grown up job. 
And so I had a part-time job that paid me very well. So much so that I could have survived on this part-time job. I had worked my way up, you know, but honey, she got herself a full-time job. Mm -hmm. So I quit the part-time job. Mm-hmm. I put the two weeks notice in and like two days after I put the two weeks notice in mm-hmm. I was pulled into a room what and I by the other job by the full-time job they pulled me into a room and they were like hi we're laying you off because we don't have anybody to pay you no and we hope that our our situation will change soon but um, but it's definitely not right now. So we need to, we're going to let you go. But uh, if you sign this piece of paper, <laughs> uh, which probably is a piece of paper that said that I couldn't tell anyone, but I'm not going to tell what the company is or did or whatever. But they were like, if you sign this piece of paper, you can have this money. And it was my severance, which I got a severance. But anyway, so, and so literally I looked at both those people and I was like, no, I literally just quit my other job. Oof. Like, I, and they were just like, oh, we're sorry. And I was like, yeah. Me too. Uh, so I have been quietly laid off. That's rough. But I've never been quiet fired. I reject the term quiet quitting and I reinstate and I instate, mm-hmm, instate, mm-hmm. I install the phrase act your wage. Act your wage. I, okay. I have always and will always, like, unless y'all are really trying to pay me some money, relax. Okay, if you're looking for a job, honey, we have, this is a real, this is a real live job posting. And it says, atmosphere models wanted for millionaires parties. Got it. Hired. So before I, I'm not even going to, so this is this like, um, Jeff Bezos actually genuinely has no friends and like just wants to have a party, but no one will go to it. Just come on through, sweeties. Let's, let's, let's just want some pretty bodies in here. Uh, let's see. We are now hiring atmosphere models for our many upcoming parties at this place in this place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it is all part of a reality show starring a millionaire person. Mm-hmm. Uh, join in the fun with our amazing staff and our fun filled high energy working environment. Duties include participating in party events like our dance and costume contests, posing for photos and serving jello shots, the pay is $500 per event. Uh, find out about The Millionaire at this link. Um, check out a bio of The Millionaire at that link. Um, or if you don't click on the links, find us on Instagram by searching for this show. Uh, please include a photo, contact number, and a brief description about yourself. So, Atmosphere Models. So, this sounds like background. It does. It really does. It sounds like background mixed with like a, what are these follows girls? Like a bottle service girl. Like yeah, jello be- shots and all that kind of stuff. Because atmosphere models like are a thing. Like yeah. that is a thing. It definitely um, is. But this is which is what I was nervous to see this to be. But this looks like it's um it's just background. Five hundred dollars per event. That seems fine. It does to me as well. I've made less for horrible. I mean, I've made nothing for bad parties. So I'm not doing a dance or a costume contest. Not, not a contest like a costume contest maybe not dance like is it not wet t-shirt it feels wet t-shirt to me Ew. in the context of this it feels wet t-shirt i mean because what kind of costume what you mean costume what the mm-hmm. dance part of the costume part the i feel like we're 
dancing at a party yeah. and then we're gonna do a wet t-shirt contest at the party. just because yeah. it's a it's a reality show it's right. a specific place yeah it's it's a it's like the name of an estate in a place mm-hmm. uh and there's one particular millionaire mm-hmm. um who is a real seems to be a real existing person with a profile and everything so now that millionaire could be a millionaire because they run a mega church i don't know at which point they probably wouldn't have a wet t-shirt contest. No. I think they would have a wet t-shirt contest. What we're, what we're learning about the holy people is, anyway, we don't need to get into that, but. We're good. What do you feel like? <laughs> you feel like what? You don't feel I like feel it's a wet like, t-shirt? I don't know. No, I feel like it's giving very much something. If it's not, it damn near should be because it's like, why are you posing for photos? Like I get like pretty girls, but like what kind of photo? I, I just, uh, <laughs> it just it feels weird it feels, it feels weird. weird it feels like one of those real housewives parties you know and they'll have them like the women come and they paint their bodies like it, this is what i'm mm-hmm. feeling is the energy you know like mm-hmm. we're gonna paint you with latex and then you walk around the party and serve like you know I, in a blanket did did you ever watch the real housewives of salt lake city no because i think oh my they, god they, i mean they did something like that they should freak out no what they did is one of them through do you have you heard of Jen Shah? No. Who's that? She's the one so she's the one who's currently just pled guilty. She was um oh my god, you have to watch the last season, the second season, because she got arrested on the second <gasps> season. And like it was like um they're going to Vale and they're such a tangent, but now I want to go here. They're going to Vale, they're getting on this like <laughs> sprinter van to go to Vale. And uh, all of a sudden, like, no. Jen gets a phone call and she's like, hello. And she's like, oh, my God, no way. OK, I'll leave now. And um, they were like, what's wrong? And she was like, my husband's in the hospital. I have to go to the hospital. My husband's in the hospital. So a truck comes, she gets in the truck, takes her away. All the other girls are like, oh, my gosh, like, should we wait for her? Like, maybe he's going to get a diagnosis really soon and he'll be fine and she'll be able to go. So they're waiting for a minute. And then all of a sudden you see like one SWAT guy like run behind, you just see him like in the background. Behind the van? And then you see like another one run around. And then like they just swarm this van and they're like, we're here to get Jen Shah. We're here to get Jen. And they're like, what? Excuse me? Excuse me? And they're like, we're here to arrest Jen Shah. And they're like, excuse you? What is, we're on the real housewives. And so she wasn't there. Nick of time got away. She slipped right under there. All this to say, Jen Shah season one way before that happened this person throws a birthday party mm-hmm. for one of the women and she throws this birthday party on the actual birthday of another one of the women so gross so this woman whose actual birthday it is is like is it a surprise party for me oh no and it wasn't She's like, oh my God, you guys think of everything. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. <laughs> Except me. It wasn't. Um, that sucks. Yeah, that was the initial, that was the, um, you smell like hospital. One of them was like, Mary oh was like, gosh. she was like, you smell like hospital. And she's like, well, I was at the hospital. My aunt was getting her legs amputated. <gasps> and Mary goes, she goes, she goes, this sounds like she needs water. She's dehydrated. You should give her water. Oh my God. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is and it's coming back and I'm so excited. All this to say, <laughs> uh, millionaire parties. They did have anyway. I can talk about them forever. Millionaire, <laughs> honey. Next up, 
okay, I have another job listing that I feel is very, very interesting. It is my favorite. Okay, so <laughs> it's for the BDSM Bible. A Bible. So here's the, it's a Bible. Listen, there's there's rules and there's ways to do it. So what does, what does we need a stand for? BDSM. So oh, have, have. <laughs> I love how I just jump right in. Oh, okay, I got it. Yeah, wait. so you're like, so BDSM like, is. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, no, I don't know anything. What does it stand for, Sam? Let's look it up. Let's Wikipedia it. I know nothing about. What is it, what? Michelle? Acronym? Hold on, what? give me a second. As I pull it up on the internet and not from my mind. This is not information I have. It stands for bondage, domination, sadomasochism. <laughs> Michelle, I am, I, what is it, Michelle? I well, <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, I'm telling on myself, let me shut up. The project requires that you have BDSM knowledge and experience in the field. Don't know what that is. Sorry. Michelle. <laughs> I have nothing. We already <laughs> own the BDSM Bible domain and a good amount of content, but we would like some additional input to give the Bible breadth and scope. If you're experienced in BDSM, text us and they have a number or email here. We're still looking for a person that has the that elusive combination. Elusive. Ex- elusive, honey combination of experience editing writing skills and even performing graphic ability is a plus as to our bona fides you will be working with the legendary and then they give the name of the dom that you'd be working with Ooh, yeah so i guess this person is a big deal again i know nothing and she um, knows nothing have you taken the bdsm test no see i know nothing why why would i be testing that was a trick i see what you're doing here i've taken the bdsm test Mm -hmm. i didn't know what it stood for when i took it but i took Mm -hmm. it and i forget what my results were i screenshotted them but i'm not gonna get into it um what kind of like so it's like it's it's like you know it's just like, you know, it's like, you know, it's, you know, it's just like, you know, no, it asks questions. It's, um, ask questions about like your preferences. Uh, and like many of them, most of them sexual, there were some like non-sexual questions on there. Um, but you know, um, a lot of them very much dealt with the like, you know, dominant and submissive roles, right. which where are you on that spectrum? But mm-hmm. I mean, it's something like a hundred results and you get, you get a result for all of them. So it's wow. like zero to, so it's like zero to a hundred percent. So it's like, you can be like 50% dominant and 50% submissive, right? You could be right. 50 and it's like, I mean, and it goes, they list things like spit play and like um, piss play like it asks you know it's like you would be so much you would be so interested in it based on these like this percentage this percentage is kind of your yeah right um so that is bdsm test dot i think org they're not a sponsor um but it was a fun test i am not super i'm not versed at all really in bdsm i've known some people who have been uh i believe she was a dominate 
I don't know if dominatrix is, but I believe she was a dom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she like worked at like a dungeon. Ooh. Probably still works at a dungeon. I met her in college. Um, and uh, I wonder how she's doing. All this to say, so I have met, I have known people who like do work in that. Um, right. And like the community seems like pretty chill, honestly. Yeah, I wouldn't know, but yeah, that seems like. Oh. It. Yes. <laughs> You're gonna stop trying to trick me. <laughs> I would. I don't know. No, but um, you probably knew. Oh well, we won't give names uh, unless we, because because you you would you would have known this person because we worked like, at the same. Sandra. <laughs> you don't go to Sandra's party. You don't go to Sandra's house. That time you never went to Sandra's. You were oh. <laughs> moving downstairs. She had that red room. You know, my first nightclub ever was in San Francisco. I was 18 years old and it was New Year's Eve. And my best friend, I mean, it's like, I don't really have a best friend, but probably my, like, probably my old, my one of my oldest friends from like, probably won't, like, I have like two friends from back home and she's one of them. Mm-hmm. And I was still living at home and she was going to school in San Francisco and she was like, come, we're going to a nightclub. I had never been. So I was like, mom, can I go? Mom was like, sure, go. So we go and it was the 80s black and blue ball. Okay. And I was like, that's fine. And so we go, never been to a nightclub. I'm wearing like, I'm adhering to a dress code. So I'm wearing like a dress shoe. I'm wearing a slack, right? (laughs) I'm wearing some form of shirt with the button up collar that is tucked into Uh my slack. At this nightclub that was a bondage party (laughs) and like you walk in and it was like I just remember walking in and off to the left is the same off to the left was the dungeon I mean there were people taking off their tops and doing all kinds like on the dance floor we're just like doing the stuff and I remember being like I oh this is what club life is all right like i literally walked in and like people were getting like whipped and like what's what's the one with the don't ask me because i don't know <laughs> what's Cat the nine tails. flogged 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 they were getting flogged they had like the flogging thing it, it, yeah yeah and yeah. i remember being like oh my god because i don't i can't handle any kind of pain i yeah. have no pain tolerance no threshold <laughs> so i don't know how people have fun with it i'm thrilled that they do like rock your rock Get your, world your life do live it and live it up um, I just can't handle pain. And so I remember being like, why are people, why are people like waiting in line to get whipped? But um, mm-hmm. people do. They do. All that to say, the BDSM community is very cool. And I know yes. that, I know that consent is like such a huge thing for them. It is. It very much um, is. And it's good that they're working on this resource because, uh, because I think it's important that uh, responsible folks advocate. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. I think it, it gets mixed in with things and then people think oh i'm in this kind of relationship like no sweetie you're being abused yeah that's that's not yeah, that's you, actually you not what that is yeah, yeah you you said you, you never say you're into that so yeah you, somebody you doing that to you is not you okay. actually do maintain autonomy you, know? yeah. <laughs> like, you can say um, no you you should have that anyway honey bdsm i i don't know how to get a hold of them but yeah if you i mean rock and roll get your life help them out if you're that um, special combination. If you know, which Michelle does not. I don't know. 
But if you are unlike Michelle and do know, you should. If you know things, unlike me, I'm naive and I'm a babe in the woods. A babe in the woods. Honey, let's go to those woods (laughs) and take a break. The events, uh, the the events, characters, and firms depicted in this photo play—that's different. Mm-hmm. Can we just get all characters in this, uh, all characters and events in this show, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional? Also, oh, that's the South Park one. Okay, here we go. The characters and events depicted in this. No, it's <laughs> fucking. Don't sue us. Don't sue us. Is what we're getting at. Okay, here we go. One summer's day while working at a ride attraction, while working, oh, one summer's day while working a ride attraction at a little amusement park that rhymes with, that rhymes with <laughs> Oni Barcel Scodios. Uh, Oni Barcel Scodios. Uh, I was experiencing a pounding headache as I worked the greeter position of the ride. Seeking and hoping to get some relief from the pain, I asked a few of my coworkers and friends if they had any aspirin. No one had anything. No, but one friend did offer me a value. What a good friend. <laughs> like, no one had anything, but one friend offered me a volume. Like, that is your friend. That is a friend. A like, volume? <laughs> I don't have aspirin, sis, but here you go. Talk about so- zero to a hundred. <laughs> I've never taken, have you ever taken volume? No, I have not. I would probably be done. I had, I've had morphine because I was in the hospital and that, have you ever had morphine? No. It like didn't take any of the pain away. Like I remember the doctor, the doctor, cause like I was in excruciating pain and the doctor, she was like, my liver was failing. And the doctor comes in and she's like, how's the pain? And I was like, I was like, it hurts. And she was like, well, you know, how's the pain medication? And I was like, honestly, I was like, I can still feel all the pain, but it just like, doesn't make me care about it. And she was like, I just feel apathetic. Yeah. And I was like, but I like, don't, but it doesn't make me care about it. And she was like, that's kind of what it does. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Back. So, so we have a pounding headache. We're working a ride at Oni Barcel Studios. Mm-hmm. We um, have a headache. None of our friends have aspirin, but one friend offers a Valium. Um, after reassuring me that it would only relax me after observing the look of distress on my face, I said, okay. He quickly ran down to his locker in the break room and returned with a little blue pill. I thanked him after he dropped it in my hand. You're welcome, he said, as he left to relieve another coworker from their position at work for over an hour. After examining and noticing how small the pill was, I popped it in my mouth, thinking no more of it. About half an hour to 45 minutes later, while another, while at another position, loading people onto the ride, I started to feel out of sorts. My vision began to focus in and out. My legs started to weaken underneath me. Sounds like the worst edible you could, because you just take it and you forgot about it, honey. You forgot about it. Like an hour later, like, what is wrong with me? Oh, you're why like, is why is the room doing this to me? Yeah. Um, uh, legs started. So I immediately told the coworker. Uh, working with me that I wasn't feeling well, I quickly grabbed a nearby pole, soon sliding down it to the floor like an overworked stripper. <laughs> <laughs> the coworker called for help. 
Soon my supervisor showed up with a walkie-talkie in hand and hip. Kneeling down next to me, he asked what was going on, asked me if I was okay. I replied way too excitedly in a high, <laughs> upbeat pitch. I feel great! <laughs> right then and there, he knew I was high as a kite. He tried desperately not to laugh out loud besides knowing, uh, besides a knowing smirk. He was successful. Um, asking a few more questions in which I freely answered, slurring my way through them. He got uh, the gist of the story and what happened. Soon, a paramedic was on the scene, rolling in a wheelchair, uh, rolling a wheelchair in hand. After locking the chair down, he asked if I was able to get into it. In the same upbeat tone, I said, yep. <laughs> um, as I tried to get in the chair, I missed the seat, falling through the leg rest onto the floor. My supervisor nearly lost it, turning his back and walking uh, a bit away from the situation. The paramedic scooped me from the floor and into the wheelchair. Honey, a teeny like, tiny volume? Whoops. How do they concentrate whoops. that? Um in a flash, we were off, making our way out of the attraction, outside where everyone and their mama could see my high ass. As I began to fade in and out of consciousness, I could see some of the folks, uh, I could see some of the looks and horror from visiting guests in the park as I rolled by. Finally, we made it to the emergency truck where they placed me in the front seat. I went out completely like a light. Nearly three and a half hours later, I reemerged from my drug-induced <laughs> sleep, finding myself resting on a cot in the nurse's office. The on-duty nurse, who I was very familiar with, expressed her pleasure that I was up. She was becoming very she was becoming very concerned. As she was speaking, a light went off. My friend who gave me the pill. I shot up from the cot, promising the nurse that I would be back. I raced out of the office like a bat out of hell and to the office of my supervisor's supervisor. Though I tried to explain that the person meant no harm and was trying to help, the super super told me, the super super, the super <laughs> super told me that what he gave me was a controlled substance, substance, which I wasn't aware of. And he was let go from his job. In the beginning, he, yeah, in the beginning, he was angry at me because he thought I snitched him out but he quickly realized I was too high to control my body or my tongue. Uh -huh. Before he left, we talked, hugged each other, and left on good terms. Later, we ran into each other at a party. He said that being fired was the best thing that happened to him. He found another job making more money, and he was the happiest I had ever seen him. I got high and changed a life. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I got high and changed a life. Have you ever been high at work? No, I have been, I don't know. No, not at work. Honey, she got high and saved a life. She did. Good for uh, her. Yeah, I'm really proud of her. Oni Bursal Scotty Scos. I also worked at Oni Bursal Scotios, and I don't have anything good to say about <laughs> my time there. She changed a life. Other than my time there is done. And you're moving on. And I moved on. Uh, honey words of advice words of advice let's see what's a good word don't get high at work if you don't know literally what it is, don't take it they don't yeah, have don't, aspirin go to a nurse if you're if your friend is giving you a pill and you don't know what it is like don't do it tell your little sketchy friends do your drugs in a controlled, safe <laughs> environment like normal people. Learn how they work with your body and then yeah. go out and do them. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't know how that is going to treat you, I love the, what is that picture that she painted? Um, 
where is it? Where is it? It's um uh I quickly grabbed a nearby pole, soon sliding down it to the floor <laughs> like an overworked stripper. She was like, Wee! I like this person. That was nice. <laughs> that was nice. Honey, that was don't get high at work. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Uh-uh. Uh, reach workplace, uh, workplacecomedy at gmail.com. Send us your stories. If you have a news story, like a local, if your local town paper has a homophobic chicken place that's trying to get volunteers or right. something more bonkers than that, send it our way. Send us your work stories. All, um, all characters and events and locations depicted in this podcast are um, completely fictional. Mm-hmm. Any resemblance is, cur- is uh, purely coincidental. Yep. Um, we make it all up. It's fiction. Please send your stories. Workplacecomedy.gmail.com <laughs> uh, Or DM them to us uh, at Workplace Comedy on the Instagram. Um, and don't get high at work. Don't do it. Don't do it. So all these characters are not real and I know nothing about BDSM in case that anyone is oh, You guys, the quickness. This, Michelle, this what does BDSM stand for? It stands for... I don't for... know. I don't know. <laughs> I was tricked. She was like, tricked. I'm so glad you asked. It stands like, oh, fuck, wait. Yeah. Wait. Uh, it was oh, like, as you, you put your hair up wait. in a bun, you pulled that pencil out of like it so. and you were like... Just turn straight to the camera like hi hi i'm michelle <laughs> bondage domination sadomasochism um all right michelle all right thank you so much thank you bye guys thanks for listening Transcripts for all of our episodes are available at the link in our bio at our Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at Workplace Comedy. Work is spelled W-E-R-K, Place Comedy. This podcast is a work of fiction created for entertainment purposes only. Any similarities to individuals, locations, businesses, groups, or events is strictly and purely coincidental. If you would like to submit a story, please do so via email at workplacecomedy at gmail.com or via DM to our Instagram, at Workplace Comedy. Again, please note, Workplace is spelled W-E-R-K, Place Comedy.